Yeah, everyone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sight set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. I don't want to be that guy. Welcome back to Mr.'s Irrelevant, the probably, I would say, the best NFL podcast around. At least certainly the best NFL podcast that is on a different podcast feed called Brooklyn Rebound. Um, where you're hearing this, subscribe, please. It's your boy, Pod Drew, here. And, um, of course, I got my usual co-host, Cheesehead Marvin, E-Nam. And do you uh, guys agree that it's probably the best, uh, our podcast is probably the best uh I don't know, best source for NFL news. X's O's. I don't I've never said that before, I don't think. But it's the best for the serious hitting. talk. The serious, yeah, serious serious NFL talk. You wanna to come to the sources, these are your guys. Yeah. Real deep well play analysis. We watch we're watching game tape here. It's a whole thing. That's right, Eric, aka Dash Nam, aka It's your boy, young, injured reserve list. Young IRL. Young IRL. I like it. I like it. But not like in real life. No, I'm I'm purely <laughs> digital at this point. I thought I wasn't gonna say anything to you, but I just, I did notice, you know, when you turned the corner around on the way into the cube here, the podcast studio, it seemed like your lower half sort of flattened out. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. But all right, that makes more sense now. Well, it's uh, Wednesday of Week Two NFL season. Got our first Week Two match tomorrow. It's uh, I believe Jets at Bills. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute, but. First, we gotta do a little uh, housekeeping on our Misters Mix-Up Challenge. Uh, and real quick, it's basically our fantasy-style game where I concocted all these uh, different, uh, cr- not like normal fantasy where you just get players. It's all these different things like new quarterbacks coming in, uh, rookies getting yards, etc. And we have two teams each. And what are your teams there, Young IRL? I am rolling, as all winners do, with the Raiders and the Cleveland Browns. Oh, that's right. And a, a CHM? I'm rolling with the almighty Green Bay Packers and uh, Jameis, famous Jameis's Tampa Bay Bucks. That's right. And I was saddled with the Los Angeles Rams. What a great team they look to be. As well as E-Nam's Dallas Cowboys. So I won't go over everything, but basically yeah, the point stands as it is now. Well... Everyone got 200 points off the bat for a new starting quarterback because it was week one. So we all started at a baseline of 200. Not even including the extra 100 points Eric's going to get for Brown starting another quarterback week two already. Can't wait. You, are, you still are in the lead with so fast. 284 points. Largely because of a Browns receiver named Corey Coleman, a rookie. Again, I mentioned we each get a point for each yard gained by a rookie. Uh, Corey Coleman got 69 yards for you. Meanwhile, Ezekiel Elliott, a much more touted rookie, I would say, only managed 51 yards for me. And some guy on the Rams named Higby, who's a rookie, got two yards. So oh, well, that's that was still a bit more than than Marv got, who had no rookies on either team doing anything. I'm a veteran. What can I say? Uh, you're in last place currently with 240. I have 263. Eric has 284. Really, 384 if we want to count. 
Josh McCown starring for the Browns week. Well, we will. Uh, we'll get that. We'll get that uh, next pod. But the other the thing we did. At all? No. So road teams? wins count. So you did pick up points there, Mark. Okay. You picked up. Uh, I believe it, that might have been like all your extra points, probably because yeah. the yeah. Packers won on the road, as did the Bucks. You got points for the Raiders on the road, Eric. I, I got. I got a goose egg in this department. And the other, the weekly component uh, of that is we pick one player from each team each week to score a touchdown. So if we want to wrap that up as well, let's see, Young, even though you're in the lead, Young IRS, or IRL rather, oh no, never mind, you did get, you did get, uh, you did get something here, did you? No, neither Crabtree nor Gary Barnage. That's right, you got nothing, you did get nothing. I got, you said Zeke Elliott did score, right? So I, I get my 10 for that. Zeke scored? Yeah, Zeke scored. Yeah. You told me that. Yeah, yeah I, I excited. Um, Eric, and then you got Mike Evans on the score. Right. For your bucks. So, all right. So, if, actually, two out of six, not too bad to start week one. Maybe we'll try to do better this week. And we're going to get to this week, but first, uh, you want to bring up something that we, we forgot to do preseason, Mark. Right. Well, we never ch- or predicted who would win the MVP race. You know, usually a vital component to preseason, to the start of the season. And with that said, we got a mulligan. We got a week to see everything and see how everyone's doing. And, you know, here, really what happened was when I realized that we pretty much do have the best NFL podcast around. Right. At least on Brooklyn Rebound Network. Uh, Definitely the best know, the best football podcast in this on, feed. On Brooklyn that, Rebound feed, at least on Podboys Productions, you know, network. I realized that, oh, I probably can't say that truthfully if we don't. If we didn't pick the MVP, it's because that's pretty standard, like you said, Marv. So we got to mix it up a little bit after seeing week one. I think that's only fair anyway, right? It is fair. It is like, fair what if you were going to say, I know you are, you're probably thinking Keenan Allen, you had him penciled in as your MVP. That was my MVP right? candidate, but now. And uh, yeah, RG3, I think you said a huge comeback from him would be MVP. I did. Mark, I did so. say, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I like I like the Browns for a week. What the hell was wrong with me? Yeah, we, yeah, you guys both took the Browns, which yeah. was ill advised, certainly. So you won't make that mistake again. No. But uh, either way, though, that's why luckily we had a week. We're not gonna make those bad predictions like you guys were gonna make. I think. Fair. So now we'll have some good ones. Why don't I start? I was looking at it. So basically, MVP is always quarterback for the most part, right? Cam Newton last year. When's the last non-QB MVP? Adrian Peterson in 2013. Right, so three years ago. And he was, like, nearly record-breaking. Yeah. Okay, so going by that logic, for a second I was toying with Antonio Brown. Right. But I think I'm going to – here's what I'm thinking now. Even though I did say this guy in our preseason playoff predictions, I kind of said, oh, maybe this guy will have some bad luck finally this year or something, injury, something. But, you know, he, he – Got it done again week one, even though his team had a bad game. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm going to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. He's, so. He's really good. Yeah, I mean, just given the fact that his O-line is so bad. It's quite bad. And it almost prevented them from, you know, you know, they had a pretty bad game overall but against the Dolphins week one. But they still, Wilson still let him down the field in crunch time. Got it done. If he keeps having games like this, they win despite their bad O-line and not no, you know, not great um, position players. I think the league might just give it to him, so I don't know. That's my pick, even though I don't like That's it. a solid pick because I could see them going, yeah, I could see them getting the one seed, and I'm sure he would be a big reason for that. 
the running game is kind of like, you know, it's well, it's very early, but it's not all the way there. We don't know who the main guy is. It's Russell Wilson's team now. Marshall Lynch is gone. I, I like that prediction. That's a really good prediction. I don't know how they're going to be the one seed when they finish second in the division, but that's... To, oh, yeah, the team that lost to the Patriots without Tom Brady and Garoppolo. The Patriots might be the best team in the league. All right, so who's your MVP pick? Jimmy Garoppolo? I'm going to go with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Uh, I, he, he made specifically one throw on Sunday that no human being should be able to fucking make. There's, it is impossible to keep him out of the end zone. Uh, it, he's going to have a wacky year, numbers-wise. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going out on the limb. I'm going a different position. I'm going Antonio Brown. I think this okay. year, so you are going Brown. if okay. Big Ben stays healthy, he's going to end up breaking a lot of records on the receiving end. He's a monster. It's crazy. Like he, he Who can stop him? Can anyone? Besides Big Ben being hurt? <sighs> Goodell's going to stop well, him from twerking. <laughs> they didn't even try to put... Um, Josh Norman on him. Well, does Norman move the around the field like that? The Redskins. Oh God damn it! The the bullets. A dollar. One dollar. Uh, the bullets refused to move Norman around, so, so they it's, just so he did. The the so field. he did move around with the Panthers. It's just the the, the, the scheme. It's not their the, scheme. Yeah. Okay, got it. I saw like a replay on Twitter of the uh, the first Brown touchdown from the uh, what was it Monday night game where it was fourth and one and. And, like, you could see, there's literally three other players that were pretty open on the Steelers, you know, for a short game just to pick up the one-yard fourth down. And Brown was covering not too badly. And, they, and Ben still just throws it right to him. They can't catch it. Like, it's on yep. such an unstoppable connection. It's not they trust each other. That's that trust yeah. right there. So, um, and I didn't really think it was that bad coverage on the play by whoever it was. I don't remember. Which they have a, they had a really, rook- I think. Right, they had a rookie. Uh, yeah. That I remember they kept referring to, oh, this rookie, I don't remember his name. Well, but he I, got I, lit I up. do remember. It was Breland, no, I think is right. his name, right? Okay, he, so I think he got a pick earlier in the game, too, on like a tip ball. But, yeah, it rolled a rough start for him, and the Steelers rolled. And I was skeptical on the Steelers a little bit preseason on their defense. But, I, I mean, it's hard to say after week one because – Kirk Cousins, everything. Mm-hmm. But their defense might be better than I thought it was. And maybe they did take a step up. Brian Chazier, all of that. Anyway, we'll get to all of it right now. So let's get to it right now. I'm going to say everything first one time, and then I'll say, you know, we're going to get to uh, picking Thursday night game. <laughs> oh, let's get to it in. Thursday night game. <laughs> well, who, who, so who won week one before, I guess? You know, Marv. We're going to find out who week one, so let's find out who won week one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was... I like this gimmick. Uh, what I don't what I don't like, I don't think old Cheesehead Marv is going to care for much either. Yeah, I guess Is that uh, not only is Eric, a.k.a. a young injury list or whatever, he's not only winning our Mr. Mix-Up Challenge, he also took down week one. And uh, right out the oh. gate, you're, you should have called yourself young. Young hot boy? I don't know. Young hot boy. <laughs> Young Manny Fresh. <laughs> yes, not that type of hot boy. Hot picking games. So here's really what happened. Honestly, I want to give myself some credit because I'm just that type of guy. Marv, you had a pretty bad week. You you went out on a lot of islands. You did some risky picks. Yeah, I, I was close. The Colts, didn't pan the Colts almost won. The, yeah, the, the Saints you got your, almost You won. took the Bills, which uh, didn't work out. The Jets the Bills, didn't quite work out. The, the Jets almost won. They all almost won. Yep. It wasn't like any of them got yeah, well. We, all, we actually all took the Colts, so that wasn't no difference there. But um, me and Eric were closer in our picks. 
the one where we had our big difference was, well, when it came to the, to the aforementioned Steelers at the Bullet Skins, I was like, you know what, I'm not on enough islands. Uh, for the sake of competition, give me Bullet Skins. Didn't work out, and the Steelers won, of course. That was the main difference. Of course, you guys picked the Browns. That didn't work out for you. But then, uh, and I did Russell pick the Blair. Eagles. So I was up the one. I was up a game, but then my, um, where was it that Eric got ahead of me here? Oh, taking a Bucks Island. Oh, yeah. Told you. Me and Marv took Atlanta. Yeah, so. that was close, too. Close that, was, uh, that was the difference there, those two games, really. Or that game, really. So 11-5 and five for you. And with that uh, prize of winning week one, your prize of winning week one, Eric, is to do point and agree. So no, for no. the Thursday night game, do you guys remember what point and agree is? Refresh our fans. That's Refresh right. their memories. Yeah, we know, but like for them. That's right. You know what, fans, sit down, grab a nice refreshing beverage, like a Sprite. I don't know. I don't like Sprite. I don't know why I said that. But <laughs> run, either way. Run yourself a dirty Sprite and let's get down to business. That's right. Point, point, counterpoint, which of course everyone listened to last episode, so got refreshed on that then, is when I give one team in the matchup to Marv, one team to Eric, of my choice, and they have to argue for that team. Point and agree, on the other hand, is I just get one of them. I give them the one team, they have to make that argument, so it's not a back and forth. So, with that being said, you know, point and agree. The Buffalo Bills get their first win at home tomorrow against the rival Jets. Why is I'm that making that argument? That's right. Okay, um, so the Jets gave absolutely everything they could to the Bills, and gave, or to the uh, Bengals, and gave the Bengals almost everything they could handle, and still couldn't come away with the W. I see the uh, Jets being deflated. I see the Jets not being able to run the ball against Buffalo and therefore letting Buffalo drop back into some solid coverages and uh, Decker and company, Decker and Marshall not being able to get open. Uh, I see Ryan Fitzpatrick having one of his patented I forgot how to be an NFL quarterback games that he'll do three or four times a season. This was the game that cost them the, the playoffs last year. They lost yep. to the Bills and the Bills. Yep. Buffalo. Yeah. And um, Tyrod Taylor is a much more mobile quarterback than Tyrod Table. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah t- Table's a little wobbly in the pocket. Table's a know, little wobbly in the pocket. Um, then, and he's way more mobile than Andy Dalton, and I think that's going to give time against that Jets defense for some things to happen, a la Russell Wilson, a la sometimes Cam Newton. Uh, All right. That's what I got. All right, very good. So the Bills won it, and... Uh, in point and agree, then we just go around and say if we agree or not, we don't have to ar- ar- argue the opposite necessarily. So, Marv, do you agree, yes or no? No. So that's a Jets pick for you? Yes. You know what? I also do not agree. I-, I like the Jets to get revenge for getting knocked out in Buffalo last year. Eric, do you agree with yourself? No, the Jets are going to eat them alive. Okay, so we're all going Jets. Defense is much better than I anticipated. I don't think they'll eat them alive, but Sammy Watkins is questionable with that foot uh, He's always injury. Hurt and he's their main guy. Their offense looked really bad against the Ravens. Jets' defense is really good. And yo, Eric Decker is a touchdown machine. I didn't he's realize good. he has big body. so many touchdowns. It's crazy. Strong arms. So. All right, so that's how we play points and agree. Maybe we'll break it back out in a bit. Let's go to these Sunday games. We have Saints versus Gents in the Meadowlands. Giants. Got the win week one. Saints did not get the win. Oh, it was a very entertaining game against the Raiders week one. They lost at home, though. And I like the Giants in this one with a superior defense. But I, I could see it being another high-scoring game like the Saints' first game. 
Thoughts? Yeah, I, I have the Giants as well. Definitely not because of superior defense, but just because the Saints are on the road, outdoors. It's, so you don't like the Giants' defense? No, I don't like the Giants' defense. I just think that they're at home and the Saints play really shitty on the on the road. Yeah. So that's why I got the Giants. The Giants' offense is really good. I can see it being a high-scoring game, like you said. So really no defense involved. Yeah, Yeah, I guess I just think the defense is better, so they, they can get one a couple key stops on the Saints won't be able to. But, yeah, a bit of a shootout. You agree, Giants? Yeah, I think I do. Um, it hurts you to say, back. doesn't it? Yeah, it I, does. I can, I can Real bad. Uh, Delvin Bro's not going to be back, is he? The Saints? No. 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 Then there's no way, right? That Oakland moved move the ball at will. Drew Brees' top two targets last week had 17 receptions together for over 300 yards, and it didn't fucking matter. Well, it almost mattered, but they lost. I mean, let's just... They would have won the game. That was a ballsy two-point conversion. That was a yeah, deal. Let's, I'm all in on we'll talk about, uh, yeah. Let's talk about that when we get to the Oakland game, but yeah, that was cool. We have Titans at Lions. I think of the Lions 2-0 and now, uh, start the season, surprisingly. They may be. Do we like yeah. Titans, either of you? No. I can't see it. The, the defense should be very little against Minnesota. Their defense actually was it's good. the run. Their defense was good. It's just... The Vikings scored two defensive touchdowns in that game. You're right, you're right. The defense was good. I don't think that was the problem. Well, the defense was good against Sean Hill. Right, exactly. So that's what it is. I think the Lions' offense might be better than we thought. Yeah, and even though we don't love Stafford, he's certainly a cut above Sean Hill. So, at home... Sort of like Stafford. I could still at the same time be, see the Lions just blowing the game because that's like a Lions thing to do after the fans get excited about Well, that was a Lions thing to do pre-Jim Bob Cooter area. <laughs> era. <excuse me. laughs> Yeah. That's the whole Jim Bob Cooter area now. <laughs> God damn it. That, I still can't believe that guy's... I think we've talked about it before, but that guy's name is just ridiculous. Yeah, like, how a, is that a thing? It has to be a joke. All right, so... But the Lions... I mean, that was a pretty interesting end of that Lions-Colts game as yeah. well. It seemed like both teams were blowing it. Eventually, it was the Colts that did. But I both can, of those teams were marching down the field at will. I could see the Titans maybe stop because they their defense actually isn't that bad, whereas the Colts might be even worse than the Saints defense, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why the Lions lit them up. But the Lions actually, I don't know, Matt Stafford, Jim Bob Cooter, they, they've been good ever since Jim Bob, JBC has showed up, so mm-hmm. never know. Theoretic, not bad. Yeah. Um, all right. You know what? Uh, let's bust out an edition of Point Counterpoint for a great yeah. NFC East matchup. Why don't you tell me, Marv, why the Washington bullet name, Bullet Skins, are going to get their first victories um, Sunday afternoon, defeating those Dallas Cowboys. So uh, the Bullet Skins, the Washington professional football team, will win uh, at home against a rookie quarterback with a defense that's now has Josh Norman, who's going to... I can't imagine that they won't put him on Dez for most of the game. Dez, who in essence didn't really see much action in week one, so they're not even really using their best target. I don't know. I think the Skins could show out. The Cowboys defense isn't as great. Kirk Cousins, you know, I don't see why he won't try to find somebody other than Jordan Reed in this game. Maybe the running game will be a bit better, not going up against these uh, linebackers that the Steelers have. Steelers defense actually looked improved, while as the Cowboys, I'm not too sure. So so I've, I've given you your team there, Eric, okay. to do the okay. counterpoint. The Cowboys, why are they winning, getting their first victory? So... 
I didn't see anything from Kirk Cousins on Monday. I didn't see anything that any other quarterback in the league couldn't have done. I'm still not impressed with Kirk Cousins. I think his is more of a right place, right time situation from last year. I think he's going to come back down to earth or at least regress toward the mean this year. Dak really stood up to scrutiny. They sold out to stop the run. He didn't have any support from Ezekiel Elliott or Alfred Morris, although there were some times when Zeke would come out and they would, would clearly the Giants defense would clearly be thinking that this was going to be a running or a passing play and they would drop back and Alfred Morris could get some. That's just scheme. He didn't get any run support and he was still able to move the ball almost at will. We had some trouble scoring in the red zone, but he's got another week under his belt with his offense as the leader of the offense gonna going to be able to find some things, going to be able to get in better rhythm with Dez, with Terrence, with uh, Jason. And uh, he already has... Cole Beasley, he and Cole Beasley were on lock during the first half of last game. He's when, basically well, my argument is I'm buying in, I'm, I'm buying Dak. The Dak show, yeah. And uh, this doesn't have anything to do with the point counterpoint necessarily. But what about how they ended that last game with uh, Williams? Uh, That's Jason guess. Garrett's fault, and then Terrence Williams didn't run out of bounds, which could have could have set up a long field goal to win. Zambella is pretty good, one of the best. He yep. got it. So all right, well. You know what? I'm convinced on the Dak argument versus the Cousins and how the skins blew it for me this week. So I will take the Cowboys on the road to get their first win. Marv? I'm going to go Cowboys as well. I kind of like my Redskins argument. I'm sorry. i got to give a dollar in now. Uh-oh. But they just – Kirk Cousins looked terrible. He was so he inaccurate in that game against the Steelers. Yeah. I – Dak wasn't that bad against the Giants. And the Redskins, they couldn't stop the run. I don't see why Zeke can't go crazy on them with this offensive line unless they sell out again, but then, you know, should open it up passing-wise. I don't know. I, just, I don't like the Redskins. Uh, that's another dollar. You Jesus don't like money either, huh? No, I don't. I don't. I just keep giving it away to you guys. Now, I don't like this Washington team, so. If anyone's unfamiliar, it was a precedent set up by former co-host Padnam. That if anyone says that term, uh, what the Washington team is named, they put a dollar in like a swear jar because he found it offensive and we're like, you know, we'll go with it. So that's why I call, I like to call them the bullets or the bullet skins or just the skins. But skins. Can't get that color part in there. <laughs> Your wild's coming out. All right, so you're going Cowboys too, I assume? No, um, I would be ecstatic if the Cowboys won, but to oh. create some chaos and to okay. uh, reverse yeah, the Redskins. Oh, God damn it. Like, <laughs> and, uh, I would okay. take the Washington Bullets. <laughs> a reverse jinx, can that be successful if you're just straight up calling it out? I guess we'll find out, won't we? <laughs> I guess we will. Ugh. All right, that's the first island, Bullets Island for Eric. And you know what, that count... Oh, you know what, first time of the year. Yeah. There it goes, there it goes. I botched bot saying this. You were really good last year. What? Last week. <laughs> well, for, Sorry. Last week, yes. For what I meant to say was... That point counterpoint was so nice. Let's do it twice in a row uh, with this Chiefs at Texans match. Ooh. Texans won, as people thought they would. Chiefs won, uh, came back and won, but much harder time than people thought they would. But nice comeback. So two one no teams. E dash now. What about these Chiefs on the road? Give it to us. Well, so Alex Smith is still going to do the same things that Alex Smith is going to do. Alex Smith is never going to be the sole reason you win a game, but. But using his mobility, using his skills as a game manager, he's never going to make any risky throws and just fritter away a drive for you. He's going to find guys that are open or he's going to set it down or throw it away. 
They're still working without Jamal Charles, which worries me, but they've got a stable of three pretty strong backups in West Ware and Niall Davis, my Arkansas boy. I, I'm not worried about them running the ball and creating just giving the passing game time to develop. I would worry on defense except the look the Chargers with Keenan Allen and without Keenan Allen are two different beasts. They had a lot they had a lot less trouble with the Chargers offense in that second half when, when Allen was down. I would worry except Brock Osweiler is not Phillip Rivers. I'm just thinking that that secondary is going to do a better job handling Hopkins and that new that new boy uh, who was Will quite Fuller. impressive. Yeah, Will Fuller, no, quite impressive right. last week. I just think that secondary is going to do a better job keeping them locked up. My old boy Braxton Miller didn't get too much to do last week, but he's around no. as well as a receiver. Why is Eric wrong, and will the Texans win at home tomorrow? So I think the Texans will win at home. I think uh, they're going to win the division. They're at home, as, as we've stated, and the Chiefs just didn't look that impressive last week. They they won by the skin of their teeth. Their defense didn't look good. I guess, you know, losing Justin Houston for the first half definitely makes a difference. So I don't know if they can create the kind of pressure that they may need against a, you know, Brock Osweiler, this young quarterback. Brock has some weapons to play with as well. Will Fuller looked good. DeAndre Hopkins is DeAndre Hopkins. He's always going to be good. And Lamar Miller, again, he did what he does. They they fed him the ball. He's going to be a workhorse. Mm. They did what they didn't want to do in Miami. They gave the ball to him 28 times. That was the most he's ever carried. Right. Like, I, I think that's enough to carry them over a team like the Chiefs, who I think are playoff contenders, but they may not be the same team without Justin Houston. Maybe when they get Justin Houston, they'll look more like that playoff contender they're supposed to be. <laughs> same thing with Jamal Charles. Uh, Spencer Ware is nice. Um, he's pretty good, but I don't know. Well, actually, I do think the Chiefs, your point about Houston is well taken, but, uh, I mean, the, the player, the Chiefs player named Houston, uh, it's getting confusing when they, <laughs> they play on Texans, but that's well taken that uh, that's a downgrade with him out, but I still like their defense to improve this week, and I'm taking them to win on the road. Maybe Osweiler makes a few mistakes. Are you guys sticking with your points and counterpoints or switching sides? I am going to write that Texans defense this week. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Texans as well. So Chiefs Island for your boy, Padre. All right. Uh, does anyone fancy the Dolphins over the Pats? I don't. No. God, no. No. The I Pats. God, Jesus. The Pats ahead, might have please. one of the best defenses. They might go four and zero with Brady out of man. Is this going to yeah. happen? Mother of pearl. All right. Yeah. I said last week they might go three and one. And you thought. And the one game the they Cardinals. would lose is the yeah. Cardinals, and then they beat I mean, the freaking Cardinals. On paper, it seemed like. Garoppolo first game, no Gronkowski in one of the toughest places to play in the NFL, at least without their starting tackle. Right, all this stuff, and Belichick does it again. It just doesn't matter with this dude. There's nothing you can do, and they they might have one of the best defenses in the league to go with fucking Tom Brady when he gets back. Yeah. Oh, God. All right, what about to these Panthers at home? I mean, I know Marv, you were telling me off pod that you were a bit impressed with the Niners, and you thought maybe they're better than people think. Panthers, of course, get a gut punch loss. Uh, Cam Newton's fine, right? He's playing in this game. And yeah, he's playing. Cost or whatever. All right. right. But a lot of hoopla this past week since our last pod about him taking shots to the head that weren't called. Uh, I don't know. Other quarterbacks get um, more calls than him. Other star QBs. 
Um, but either way, I mean, the Panthers at home got to win this one, I would think, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they lost to one of the best teams in the league, even with a rookie quarterback uh, last week, and they're going to beat the beat the shit out of one of the worst teams in the league this week. I don't think the Niners are one of the worst teams in the league. I think their defense is better than we think, and Chip Kelly maybe has his offense looking decent. Because we thought the Rams were one of the best defenses in the league, and the Niners... But we don't know about the Rams either. They maybe right. they're just bad all around. But, um, I can't believe they let Blaine Gabbard run all over them. That's ridiculous. Right. So I think the Panthers are going to win. They're a Super Bowl contender. The Niners are not that. And another thing, too, about the Niners' offense, like maybe Chuck Kelly did have them looking better than whoever that nobody was. They coached them last time, last year. But <laughs> that being said, with the Rams, like they're offensive. I didn't watch the whole game because it was late on the East Coast, and by halftime I, I saw enough, but from the first half of watching it at least, like, the Rams' offensive play calling is so vanilla, so, like, nothing. They don't have many playmakers anyway, so it wasn't that hard of a task for the Niners, I would say, defensively, but we'll see. But uh, the Panthers will pose a much harder test. Yeah. To, to be fair to the Niners, they showed up both on both sides of the ball, and what the Rams were supposed to be good at is getting at the quarterback and hitting the quarterback and stopping yeah. the run, and they did, did none did. of that. So, yeah. all right, that's fair. Do we have a second? Can we talk about Jared fucking Goff? Well, why isn't he playing? Yeah, I guess we could give him more with than that, five seconds with that vanilla ass. And I, I heard this on another podcast this morning, and it, it sort of stuck in my bonnet. Like, with that vanilla fucking offense that they're running in St. Louis, Jared Goff, the, your number one quarterback, your number one overall pick, can't run that fucking offense, can't hand the ball to Todd Gurley. Yeah, Barely. it's baffling. Uh, what, are you, what the fuck are you doing, Jeff Fisher? And we didn't get to Philly yet, but was it was it a big swing and a miss taking Goff over once? He looked pretty, albeit against the Browns, looked competent, at, to say the least, so... I don't know. I mean, I think you should. The only thing I know about this situation is you got to loosen that bonnet up, Eric, and that's why things get stuck. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. I mentioned the Browns just now. Let's get to them. I will not be taking them at home with Josh McCown, although, honestly, I do kind of think the offense might look a little better this week with McCown over RG3. I don't know, but, either, you know, the, the uh, RG3 uh, whatever died quickly. I mean, I really can't say I'm surprised to see him getting hurt week one with his history and the Browns' history. It was just really bound to happen. But he's out yeah. for a long stretch. No redemption story as yet there. Terrell Pryor at, at wide receiver was, like, one of the few bright spots kind of from that game. Yeah, he made a fucking catch. Uh, when Josh Gordon comes back, I mean, that could be a tough, you know, a tough uh, one-two punch of tall wide receivers there. Coleman as well. He had some rookie mistakes. He had that one long play that got Eric points and missed his mix-up, but I wasn't overly impressed with him. The defense started off looking pathetic. They they ended up getting some stops. I know Philly with the rookie quarterbacks, not world beaters probably, but the defense rounded into somewhat decent shape in that game and they could have lost by a lot more, but the offense really went nowhere, and the special teams was bad, and that's about what happened. Why don't they so, get Duke Johnson the ball more? I don't know. He's the, with Gordon out, I'm, I'm sure that he's their best offensive weapon. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, Cro- they get, uh, Crowell had a good game, but... Yeah, I mean, they, I like Crowell down in the goal line area, but... For the viewers, I, I, I rolled my eyes. I, I'm not impressed with Crowell. He I had 12 carries, 62 yards. That's not bad, and a touchdown. But Luke Johnson touched the ball, I think, five times total. That's it. I thought it was a little bit more. But, yeah, he definitely should be getting more, getting passes, getting handoffs, all of that. Either way, I'll take Ravens on the road. I, I don't know much to say about the Ravens, but yeah. they should start the season 2-0. <laughs> Their defense looked good, so I don't see why. Suggs is back. Um, right. 
With so, that said, I think you're right about McCown. I think big play Gary Barnage, she's going to look better. That's my pick this week, by the way. Okay, so you're taking again Barnage. Yeah, rookie quarterback, or backup quarterback coming in. You're going to check down a line. That, that was his guy. guy last year. And also, on the Ravens, Brashad Perryman might be for real. So he might be banged up, actually. I just got this update. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep, breaking news. He has a, mi- a light calf strain, if I'm not. Minor calf issue, as they put it. Nah, not practicing that. today. Will he play? Because he hasn't played you know, <laughs> yeah. at all. So that was his first game. So I don't know. Oh, by the way, I need to go back to the, when we went over Dallas. I didn't pick my touchdown score, which will be... Uh, let's. I'll ride the tight end trend. Give me Jason Witten for the score. This Jason Witten, all right. Dak could trust him on the road, maybe. So we all want Ravens, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's move over to last early game Sunday. Bengals at Steelers. Uh, Marv, it's your turn for point and agree. Why are the Bengals going to win on the road this week in Pittsburgh? Uh, the Bengals are going to win on the road this week because if they want to win the division... This is a team they got to get over, they got to beat, and they got to beat them on the road. This is a great test. I know it's early, and there's no such thing as a must win, at, you know, at this point of the season. But the Bengals just got to get it done. A.J. Green looked amazing in week one. Running game didn't look that great without Hugh Jackson. But the Steelers might be without Ryan Shazier, who I think is the best defensive player. He got no, banged up. Yeah, he got banged up on Monday night. So he may be out. It's a knee issue. So that may play into the Bengals being able to move the ball a bit well. In essence, they moved the ball, and the Jets were supposed to be this great defense. I don't see why they wouldn't be able to move the ball on the Steelers, who look better, but I don't think they're the caliber of the Jets. So I can see Andy Dawn actually doing some things through the air. You know, uh, what, 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 is, what was his name? He was on the Pats receiver. On the Bengals? Yeah. Um... Slater? No, uh, but uh, I'll come back to that. But their offense actually looks good. Andy Dalton, I'm kind of impressed with him. He's actually, I know a lot of people shit on him, kind of discredit him, but he looks good. He airs it out. So, All right. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I will disagree with that pick, though. I am Brandon Steelers. Oh, Brandon LaFell. Brandon LaFell. Okay. Brandon LaFell. He had four catches for 91 yards last week. Yeah, I didn't. Even though I kind of had that game on, I didn't pay too much attention to it. But yeah, I'll take the Steelers though. I think they're just in the Bengals' head still after that playoff game and everything else. So, <sighs> do you agree with Marv though? AJ Green might be as hard to cover as Antonio Brown, and I think number one receiver aside, the Bengals have more weapons and a better defense. Yes, yes, I I do agree. I'm going to take the Bengals. Do you agree with yourself, Marv? No, I don't. I'm going with the Steelers because I think the Steelers are going to be are going to win the division, and this is a game to do so. Even though it's early, you beat them at home. Got that tiebreaker for the end of the year. All right. Yes, yeah, so so I got the Steelers. Cincy Island for Eric. That's number two for him on Islands. Marv has yet to distinguish himself from the pack here, but maybe that strategy. He did it a lot last week. Yeah, it might be. It, it might failed. Be. So let's move on to. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the 4 o'clock <laughs> Eastern games. and uh, They gave you a lot this week. Yes, finally we, got, finally we get some more. And, um, five of them. Seahawks at Rams. So the Rams were, we, we talked about them a bit already. I got to pick a damn touchdown score for them. Well, meanwhile, they have zero points on the... 
the LA Rams, I saw this today, I think, on Twitter or something, too. LA Rams are scoreless since 1992 or something. Like, <laughs> still scoreless, so that's pathetic. You Like I said, I went to bed at halftime, but uh, when I got up the next day and saw that it was 28 nothing, I was literally SMHing at my desk at work, looking at ESPN or whatever. So, um, needless to say, I'm picking the, the Seahawks, so as we mentioned, squeaked by against the Dolphins, who probably aren't very good, but... Dolphins defense might be. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I guess we don't need to talk more about the Rams since we no, talked great. about them. But. Didn't the Rams sweep the Seahawks last year? I think so. No. Yeah, so they lost they beat the them last second in, in, in week one. You sure? No, they beat them week one. They beat they, them week one. They the swept them Maybe not week year. one, oh, well. but what, oh, maybe was it week one? I think Whatever. so. Whatever. I know the Seahawks have a long home opener streak going still, but maybe that was at uh, at St. Louis at the time. They do? Uh, yeah, because when I was watching the game, they're like, the Seahawks, Seahawks, Seattle's in danger of breaking their like eight-year or whatever home opener winning streak, but then obviously they won. Okay. So um, maybe not so maybe it was game, week but two. home opener. The, maybe so, it was week two. Huh? No, it, it was in St. Louis. Okay, so okay. either way. Yeah, and then towards the end of the season, it was in Seattle, and the Rams beat right, them as right. well, which is insane. This is supposed to be the same defense. Yeah. You would think that they should have a shot. Who was their quarterback towards the end of the year last year? Case Williams. Williams. It was Same same yeah. guy? Yeah. I'm sure it was the QB in that game. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I got I mean, are you really gonna I could see the Rams screwing around like just seeing that happen, like what is Seattle doing? They lost this division game. But I can't pick that and go out the conscience. No, I can't pick it either. I think the Seahawks are gonna lay a smackdown this time. Yeah, you well, you're thinking about it, you know. Thing is that Seahawks O line is the biggest mess at that position group in the league. Aaron Donald and Ogletree are still on the Rams. Like, they, they're there. I can't do it, but... Will he play? He might get suspended. What he do you got do? ejected. I didn't watch that fucking Yeah, game. he got ejected. I don't know. Mate, you know how the NFL is. It all happened when we were not they, they, he, he, he like, the cleat, so. I think he, like, uh, bumped an official or something like that. Sure. Yeah, I might have just been uh, Well, that pretty much settles it. Um, yeah, I'm also going to take the Seahawks. Right. But. So for my Rams touchdown score pick, oh, boy. What a spread to choose from. You know what? This this Higby guy, got me, rookie, got me two yards last week. Why not? Seven points this week, or ten points for Mr. Mixup. There we go. I'm going, you know, it's going to be someone random to get their first touchdown. Why not him? Give me, I think his name's Tyler, tight end maybe. I don't even know what his position is. I think tight end. Oh, boy. Well, let's go to Falcons at Raiders. You need a Raiders QB score there. E-Nam, but... So I can pick Derek Carr? Uh, you cannot pick Derek Carr. Has oh, you say QB. I'm just, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say a touchdown scorer. I uh, did not mean to see QB if I did. But either way, Falcons blew it or couldn't get it at home to the Bucks. Raiders got that great road win. Now we can talk about the, the decision, which I personally loved. Oh, I was so in. Uh, by Jack Del Rio, Raiders coach, to, they, they're about essentially tied the game down the one extra point. If he doesn't get it, do you guys love it as much? I do like it. I, I like mean, the balls. I, I do like it. Yeah. If I was a Raiders fan, I'm sure I would not be liking it if they didn't get it. But just as an outside observer, I like it. On the road, you know Drew Brees can get the ball back and drive it down on you. He's been doing it all game. He threw for 300 yards to two receivers. Yeah. yeah. When I was in high school, my uh, actually my high school football team actually did this against um, what was like our rival school who was like at the time – a lot better. It was a, pretty much an upset that we were in the game, and then 
it was like a similar scenario down at the end. One for two instead of getting the extra point. Got it and won that game as well. Nice. So this was way back in the day, but I just it made me think of that too. I like these calls. I think also the Raiders' D is better than they showed this past week. You think so? Uh, yeah, especially at home they're going to be, at least I think. I don't know. I need to watch watch them more, but weird things happen down in the Superdome where with right, shootouts right. and everything. Yeah. I like the Raiders. At, I don't like the Falcons really at all. I was saying preseason, I don't like them. I'm disappointed in myself for picking them last week, honestly. It cost me the week, and it deserved to, because I said that I do like the Bucs preseason, but I just didn't pick them. And I So I did like the Bucs. I don't like the Falcons. But I want the Falcons over Bucs. Say la vie. Whatever. I don't like them. Raiders win this game. Yeah, I got the Raiders as well. Falcons defense just might not be good. Jameis let them up. I don't see why Derek Carr wouldn't let them, light them up. I think it could be a, like you know another shootout again, high scoring game. Yeah, I think the Raiders' defense is probably better. Like I said, the Superdome play, the Superdome was the reason why I picked the Saints last week. Anyway, now they're at home, they're in the black hole. I can see them getting it done. I can't disagree. I will say I'm not super into the uh, Raiders' secondary after last week's performance. I am super into Khalil Mack, but. Yeah. yeah, it's their front seven I'm thinking more, and I think their deal would be better, but get some pressure on Matt Ryan and all that. All right, so Jags at Chargers, who... I mean, there, it was a fight last week for who had the worst loss. Uh, biggest gut punch. I think I'm going to give the prize to the Chargers, though. Yeah. Certainly. certainly you could look Dolphins' call to him, but Chargers, yeah, getting up huge... Oh, plus when you factor in Keenan Allen out for the season, right? Yeah. That's Star player up for the yeah. season... They blew a huge lead to a division rival on the road. It doesn't get any worse. And I think it doesn't get any better for them this week. I liked the Jags, even though they lost to your boys last week. Jags sort of played. I think they're going to roll. You know there's no home field advantage in San Diego. I think the Jags roll in there and and, uh, get their first win of the season. I agree. I I think they do, too. They look good against the Pack. That said, the Packers always go to Florida and kind of lay an egg, which I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Almost happened. But the Jags looked good. The defense looked good. And I don't really like Blake Bortles, but I guess the Chargers, I don't see why not. Well, let's take a quick back step to back to Oakland. You didn't pick it. You're a touchdown scorer. Oh, um, the Falcons do have one really good corner. I am going to take the second wide out for the second week in a row. Uh, Crabtree. All right. He got that two-pointer. Yeah. And then he cost them by could have cost them by throwing it into the crowd, incurring a penalty. Luckily, they still won. All right, Colts at Broncos. It's a good one, man. Without Peyton, without the Ooh. sheriff. Oh yeah, sheriffless all around. Wait, except on every commercial break, I'm sure. This is not going to be a good one. I think uh, it's interesting. What I mean by good is the two teams are kind of intriguing. Right. Just the matchup of those teams together. Yeah. Mostly because of the Peyton thing. Um, also because the Colts are. Strictly offense and the Broncos are strictly defense. Like they, you know what I mean. Yeah. Kind of, but that being said, they usually when those matchups happen, it usually doesn't work out for the offense. Right. It usually goes to. The I'll be taking the Broncos here. Same. Same. Yeah. I like Andrew Luck, but I don't believe in that defense at all. I think I actually think Trevor Trevor Simeon or Seaman, whatever it is, I think he's gonna look actually pretty good against them. So. He'll be pretty good against the damn Panthers. Yeah, he wasn't bad. I mean, he he threw one pick that wasn't. Through two picks, one of them was gross. One of them was definitely bad. The other one, not not too bad. Not all on him. So, yeah. So no difference there. Last late afternoon game, famous Jameis on the box on the road at Arizona. Very intriguing matchup here. I've as of this recording, 
as of this minute, have not decided who I'm selecting. And you know what that means, time to open up. You know what, in the interest of time, let's do another point and agree who's up here. I believe you're up, Eric. Why will the Bucks win on the road here? So Belichick sort of exposed the um, Cardinals. Granted, I, as I said earlier, I think that Patriots are going to have one of the best defenses in the league this year somehow. Belichick sort of exposed that's that huge weakness in Arizona where that, that rookie corner is just not holding up in pressure. I down the stretch they threw to him all, against him almost every play. I think Jameis and the the coaching staff in Tampa. It, it's Lovey, right? It's still Lovey. No, no. Oh, who is it? He was he was the coach in Atlanta, defensive coach. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, no, I'm well, that guy. Too, but... <laughs> I will learn his name for next week. I feel like the coaching staff is gonna gonna see that on tape, and there's gotta be something Arizona can do to fix it. I just, if he's on the field, I I, I can't imagine Jameis not being able to find him and, and and hit the open man. They've got a bunch of weapons on that Tampa team, and uh, their defense is just strong enough, I think, to hold up against that Arizona attack. Right. Mark, do you agree? No, I don't. I don't see any way the Cardinals go on two if they're supposed to be this big. Uh, Big bad Super Bowl contender, so. Uh, uh, I'm also gonna disagree. I think for that reason, even though I really want to pick the Bucks, and I didn't do it last week, maybe it'll uh, blow up in my face again. But mostly because of what you're saying about they're not gonna go all into, and all into at home to boot. I'll go Cardinals. Do you agree with your your own point, Eric? Arizona's my preseason Super Bowl um, pick, so no, I'm gonna go ahead and pick Arizona. The Bucks are might be much improved. It might be actually pretty good, but they're not the goddamn Patriots. So, I think they, the, yeah, the Patriots just, I don't know how they do it. It's a system. They think and dunk everywhere, and they fucking get it done. I mean, um, clearly Bel- Belichick has made some Faustian bargain to like, to get these wins. <laughs> he sold his soul. He never had a soul. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I think the Cardinals will, they'll stop Jameis and they'll actually move the ball more on this Bucks defense. Like the Falcons did, Matt, Matt Ryan had actually a good game if you look at the numbers against the, yeah. the Bucks. So I don't see why Carson Palmer can't do that. And David Johnson still looks good. Yeah, Ooh, yeah he does. looks amazing. All right, Sunday night we got Packers, we got Bikes, classic NFC North matchup, yep. and I'm gonna assign myself a little point and agree here. Ooh. Give myself the Vikings. Getting in the game there. That's right. Put me in, coach. Putting myself in. All right. Vikings. It's also not going to be about, well, I want to put this in. The Vikings, they got the defense, like we were mentioning, it was looking good. Quite good. Sean Hill's competent enough. Bradford has to get in the game. I wouldn't like They haven't said who's starting yet. Well, I, I'm just going to presume it's Sean Hill. And then he didn't get banged up or anything, did he? No, they okay. just haven't decided yet. And, but my main reason for Vikes is these Packers, there's something about them in early season games. Especially on the road, they just they can kind of lollygag a bit. They were doing it a bit in Jacksonville again. They still ended up getting the win, but against a team that wants to beat them a lot more, aka the Vikings, knowing in the locker room, etc., that you know they're without their quarterback for the season, they still think they're a playoff team. They still think they could be the best team in the division. I'm sure they think that. Zimmer's got them thinking that. So I just think they could. They'll want it more than the Packers this week. And the Packers, with their early season potential to lose games and make it up for it later, I don't know, I just have a sneaky feeling about this one. I will go Vikings. Do you agree, Eric? 
No. <laughs> they don't have a lot on offense. I didn't see anything. I can see a comeback game as far as yards per carry from Peterson, but I didn't see anything from that offense other than Stefan Diggs bailing out Sean Allen. No, right? No. There's no. no way they beat the Packers. This is a new thing you're doing this year where you're <laughs> saying, oh, no, right, to everything. Or, like, you're asking a question to, like, I guess so. the invisible man. Yeah. Rhetorical questions. I like Eric, to answer your question, no. No, I don't see it happening. There's no way. the Packers winning. Oh, so it wasn't rhetorical. Uh, no, not this time. Not anymore. <laughs> the reason why, I'll give you some reasons. So, the Vikings actually at this is their home opener at their new stadium. They asked the NFL to schedule the Packers in this home game. Oh, you can't, as you a can't Packers, laugh right As an organization, just to ask for stuff like that? they asked for it, and I guess because they're opening the stadium, they got their wish. As you're, so you're not only asking to face your big bad rival, you're you're basically spitting in their face. You beat the, you they beat us. Us, I'm using us here because I'm kind of fired up. About As this. one does. They're beating us. They beat us for the division last year. They took it from us the last week of the season. The Packers definitely had this game scheduled all off season. They probably didn't show off a lot of their playbook in that first week, second week on the road. Sunday night game, national crowd. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to show off. They got the whole offense back. Jordy's back. He played. He only missed 10 snaps in game one, so he's healthy. He's, he's good to go. Cobb, a little injury scare in game one, but he had the most targets. Devontae Adam finally did something, had an amazing catch. Hmm. He looked good. The defense looked good. And then they're facing Sean Hill or Sam Bradford, who I'm not scared of at all. The Vikings defense is good. Zimmer is better against Aaron Rodgers than any other coach. Um, if you look at Rodgers' stats against teams that have a Mike Zimmer defense, they're a bit worse than his career overall stats. But I don't think it matters when, you know, I, I feel like the disrespect was is there and the Packers probably feel that. And I think they're going to win because of that. All right. Well, I didn't know all this stuff about the wanting them on the schedule, asking for it. But right. Regardless, I'm going with my upset here, Vikes, and that's Vikes Island for me. And maybe I'll I'll look quite the fool, and it is Bradford, and they get slaughtered, whatever. But just my gut feeling. One more game to oh, real quick though, who's your Packers and Bucks touchdown scoring? Right, back to back. So uh, in the Packers, I got Eddie Lacy, who you know historically tends to run all over the Vikings, even though they're good defense, scoring a touchdown. And in the Bucks game. Doug Martin didn't look too great against the Falcons. I think he actually scores against the cards. They get in close, and he pushes one in from the from the goal line. All right. So Barnish, Wedden, Crabtree, Martin, Lacey, and Higby are who we're looking for there. Four misters makes up. Monday night in Chicago, Eagles coming in. Carson Wentz, game two, first road game. No, second road game. What am I talking Oh, no, first road game. They're at Philly this week. So... Will the Bears get a taste of what the Browns got at home, getting beat by a rookie? I'm going to say yes. Give me the Eagles here. Do I'm going like, Bears. You like Bears? Do you like, am I on Eagles Island also? Or should we put Marv on his only island of the day? <laughs> Just I think Marv is on his island. I, I don't see it. Yeah, so I'm going Bears. Uh, reason for that, it's a rookie quarterback. I don't think he's going to do it two weeks in a row. The Bears defense is better. Better. They, they look good. They didn't look too bad against the Texans, even though Texans won the game. I don't know. I just could see it. All right. I just feel like we're going to get the a whole week after this. Uh, Carson Wentz, uh, he's should a big one. thing. Should have yeah. won number one. Brown shouldn't have took him, et cetera, et cetera. 
then I think he's going to start coming down to earth after this one. So he gets a good one-two punch, and then we'll see. The Eagles' defense looked uh, pretty – I mean, obviously against the Browns, who are bad, but – so take it with a grain of salt, but – Bears offense ain't great either. You have to get a couple of good guys, and Eagles defense might be improved. One of you mentioned how the, with the, yeah, one of you mentioned how the Eagles have probably the best defense in that division. I don't remember which one of you said that. But, Definitely not me. Okay, I could see that. I mean, who else? The Giants. I mean, the Redskins. Yeah, I thought the Another Giants dollar. would be better than improve this year, but they didn't really show that week one. I think they're going to show it this week, but maybe not. So yeah, the Eagles might have the best year in the division all right so that's going to be it for week two picks did we get everything accomplished here i think so uh, i can't believe oh wait bears that's the only one yeah you're bears island i'm vikes and chiefs island and let's see i'll give you a, a chance to rectify it. your bengals and huh i don't know what the other one was oh okay uh, i'm Six. giving you a chance to rectify and and to not have to expend more money into the swear jar. Oh, I'm on the uh, the Bullets Island. That's right. So that's there's five differences. I guess we didn't do a tiebreaker last week, even though well, I guess we didn't need one. But would we possibly need one this week? Maybe. What if we pick the quarterback with the most yards? Uh, just in general? Yeah. Of the week. I mean, oh, that's fair. Okay. Seems, you go first. Uh, who are the Saints playing? And this is combined yards, right? They're playing the Giants. Yeah, rushing and passing, that sounds good. Um, yeah, I guess give me Breeze. All right. All right. Let's see. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Derek Carr. Okay. And the Falcons. All right. I will take... It's fun, right? I guess I'll take Roethlisberger, even though I don't know. You hate uh, him. I just picking it real quick because I don't want to keep looking at this, but I could see him airing it out quick. I was gonna pick Carson Palmer, but I'd over Roethlisberger, playing the Bucks at home. All right, yeah, I guess. All right, fair enough. All right, that's going to do it for this week of Mister Irrelevant. Make sure you stay subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, Podboys Productions at gmail.com or Podboys Productions on Facebook and Twitter, everything like that. I don't know, you guys want, you don't, you're not even on Twitter, right, Cheesehead Marv? No. You didn't make that at Cheesehead Marv Twitter yet? No, it's not yet. It's now. coming, it's coming. People it's early in the that. season. What's your Twitter, hand, Twitter handle there? I got a new one this season because Twitter locked me out my account. Oh, it's no more it's your boy? No, weird, I'm, uh, I'm Eric Tolman <laughs> now. It's T-L-E-R-I-C-T-L-M-N. It's my last name. I thought you said Tolman just now. I did. There are no vowels. It's my last name. Oh, because your name's Tolman then. I was confused with was I thinking it was wrong the whole time and you're really the tool man yeah tool I'm, the, man. I'm, I'm the tool man yeah and then you had to get Twitter took that away because um, yeah. uh, what's his name put, put a complaint in what an asshole alright well this is getting uh, to the point where we don't need to keep talking <laughs> I gave all information <laughs> yeah, about over. and we'll be here for week three picks alright have a good NFL week peace